Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Everybody, welcome to this week's live. Um, alhamdulillah, we had uh, our last live like two weeks ago and we did a vote for this week's topic, inshallah. So um, we actually did the vote in two places. We did it in the Woke Writer WhatsApp group and also on Instagram. Um, so we had a lot of uh, excitement about this week's topic. Um, and yeah, I guess I'll do the drum roll, reveal it. So this week's topic is... Um, what to do when you finish your first draft, um, which is an exciting topic because I think finishing the first draft is one of the, is, is a huge, huge accomplishment. And it's also, um, it can be overwhelming because then you're wondering, okay, um, what now, what next? And we really hope that we can help you. With Assalamu alaikum. alaikum. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Aisha? Yeah, good. Alhamdulillah. How are you? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, I'm good. Is my head chopped off? Am I okay? It's, it's mine. <laughs> no, yours is just like no. teeny tiny bit. Yeah. yeah no, yours, alhamdulillah, it's okay. So it's like up to here. It's like yeah, same with you. It's like same, same with you. That's so funny. I, I'm so far back. I can't tell you like how far back. <laughs> I know. You know what it is? It's I think as soon as like this, this is here. Um, as soon as like you add a person to the conversation yeah that's perfect by the way you okay. you can okay. see it yeah perfect okay, there. Good, so good. um yeah it cuts you off i don't know why maybe to yeah. make more room but it's annoying right. yeah. <laughs> probably it is very so i i did a little introduction before we began um this week's uh you know live yeah. uh which will by the way also is going to be streamed on other places um but basically, we're going to be talking about the first draft and what a person does when they finish the first draft. So um, I don't know if we should talk a little bit about what we mean by that. Or do you think maybe we should just to clarify things? It's totally up to you. Okay. Let's okay. yeah, let's begin there. That's a good that's a good place to start. So okay. the first draft, most people or lots of people actually call it the vomit draft, which is really gross. But basically, it just means that it's you getting all of your ideas down onto the page. And oftentimes, usually, that is very messy. It's, it's not always organized. It's not necessarily structured the way that you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Even if you were working with an outline, it doesn't necessarily follow that outline. So mm -hmm. it's basically all of your ideas down on a page in a jumbled mess. And so after that, you have to make it into, you know, um, you have to organize it and you have to structure it in a way that your readers will eventually be able to read it and understand it and really, um, you know, benefit from it, benefit mm -hmm. from it, right? So, um, so after you finish writing your first draft, you're, you're not done. You've done a huge, you've taken a huge step mm -hmm. um, in, in the process, but you're, you're not done. So there's still more work to be done. And the work that comes after is the editing. And mm -hmm. editing is divided into different types of editing, different stages. Mm -hmm. So the very first stage after your first draft is the developmental edit. The, okay. the stage after that is the line edit. And then the final stage is the proofread. And mm -hmm. each of those stages can take several rounds of editing. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Um, okay. So, um, so just, um, just to go on what you were saying. So the first draft is for our eyes only. It's like, kind of like with the door closed, um, as exactly. King describes it. Exactly. The second, I guess the, 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 
the second part of the editing process is for the people people to read it. Um, but my question is, uh, so you'd mentioned developmental editing, line editing, and also proofreading. Do you do that yourself or would it be better to have someone do it for you? So the answer is both, is both. You have to do that yourself. You have mm -hmm. to do as much editing as you can to get it to be as good as you can possibly get it. Now, okay. that doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be issues that are still, that you still can't figure out. Sometimes mm -hmm. you've worked on it and you've edited it over and over and over and you still, there's still something that is off and there's still some issue with it. And that's okay as long as you don't go ahead and just publish it like mm -hmm. that, as long as you, you know, move it onto an editor. You find a good editor and um, you explain to them I'm having this, this issue here. I mean, obviously an editor is going to look at your entire manuscript, but you point out the part that you're having difficulty with and they can give you ideas as to how to fix that. Mm -hmm. So okay. for you, you finish your first draft and then you put it aside and then the developmental editing is basically you're looking at content. You're okay. looking at the information that you have included. And so that's what you look at during the developmental editing. You look at the information and you look at the structure. So here is where you want to make sure you have everything that you needed to include. You want to make sure that your points are clear or your plot is clear. There are no plot holes. If we're talking fiction, you want to make sure that your characters are well developed and you want to make sure that the sequence of events makes sense or the sequence of presentation of ideas flows uh, naturally in a way that your reader will, will understand. So that's all what you do in a developmental edit. Next step, it, it's the same that your editor will do later on, but the point is you need to put in the work so that when it gets to the stage of going to an editor, she can really polish it up for you. Mm -hmm. She can really, it, it, she isn't stuck on things that you would have caught yourself if you had bothered to read it, right? Mm -hmm. She can take it to, an, to, to the next level. So after you look at the content and the structure, you look at the writing itself, which is mm. what we call copy editing or line editing. Mm. And that's where you make sure your grammar is okay, your punctuation is okay, your word choice, your sentence structure, the writing itself is as good as you can get it. And then when you have done those two, that's when you do a proofread. Now, technically, a proofread is done, proof means like um, an actual printed proof. So mm -hmm. an actual printed copy of your book. So technically it's done once you've finished everything and it's printed and you're actually reading a, a book in your hands, but very few people do that now because it's very costly, right? So um, basically the, the proofread you do again and you're looking for those mistakes, those typos that sort of you know, got in the way. A word you know, there that was spelt you know, T-H-E-R-E -E, and it's supposed to be T-H-E-I-R, whatever, you know, <laughs> things like that. Um, and, and then at that stage, when you are done doing that and you're happy with it, if you are just, if you have decided to self-publish, then I highly, highly, highly suggest you reach out to an editor, okay? Mm -hmm. Because like I said, an editor can help you take it to the next level. But if you have decided to go traditional, then you probably don't need um, an editor. You can, um, we, did, we, did a, we did an episode on beta readers, so mm -hmm. that would be a good time for you to enlist beta readers. You can enlist beta readers at different stages of the process as well, but it's a really good idea to get their feedback once you, you think, okay, it's, it's as good as I can possibly get it. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So if you're going 
if you're going traditional, you don't need an editor. You can, you can move forward with your beta readers and then with just querying the agents or the publishers. Okay, perfect, perfect. You're gonna have to excuse me. My daughter, she, she, she actually went inside the drawer and she took this out. And just for that effort, I have to open it for her. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Aloha, Vedic. Aloha, Vedic. So, um, yes. Uh, so, the next question is how many times should we proofread before it's ready? Oh, you just. Okay, so that's a wonderful question. Mm -hmm. I did mention about proofreading. Now, the thing is, with each stage of the editing, you can find yourself sort of reluctant to move forward because mm -hmm. it's that fear it's that fear of is it good enough am i done have i really done my best and at some point you just have to say i have looked at it enough i have done my best i'm going to move on so when it comes to proofreading when you're just making tweaks to it when you're just moving a comma from here to there mm -hmm. when you're just you know um making sure that your punctuation is okay when there's when it's just very minor tweaks that are being added to it right. then you know that you're done okay okay perfect um okay so now the next question is i finished my first draft on the weekend what should i do now okay so it's not really a good idea to jump into the editing right away it's better to give yourself a little bit of space. And by that, I mean time. So if you just finished it, it kind of depends on how long it is. If it's a longer manuscript that you've been working day and night um, and writing and writing, writing, you want to give yourself maybe two weeks away from it. If it's a shorter piece, you can give yourself, you know, a couple of days or a week. But you do really need that space because when that space allows you so that when you come back to it, you're looking at it with fresh eyes. So, so okay. that's really important. So when you come back to it, so give yourself that space. And then when you come back to it, like we said, you start with your content and um, structural, structural edits. Mm -hmm. And once you're happy with that, you move on to the line editing and then you move on to the proofreading. Okay, okay, perfect. Okay, so the next question is, my first draft is a mess. I want to keep changing things, um, but when I heard, but then I heard, that when you finish the draft, um, that you shouldn't do that straight away. I think I already know what needs to be changed. So should I just change it? Okay. So like I said, that, that space that you give yourself, that time away from your manuscript, it's really very, very important. So you do want to take a little bit of a break from it. And if there are things like for this, for this reader, for, the, for this writer, if there are things that she already knows need to be changed, make notes of those, make notes of okay. those so that you don't forget them, but don't mm -hmm. go in and change it until you've given yourself those few days or that week or the, those couple of weeks before you jump in and, and make those changes. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, okay, so I have three first drafts of different things. I left them, um, I left them to give them room to breathe, but now I don't have any more to begin, uh, uh, any motivation to get back to any of them. What should I do? <laughs> this is, uh, this is, it's such a, it's so common with so many writers and it's such a difficult predicament to be in. Mm -hmm. And what I would say to this writer is go back and read them all like a reader. Don't read them all thinking, I have to go in and I have to make changes, I have to edit. No, don't, don't go in thinking that. Think, I'm just going to read these as though I were a reader. Mm -hmm. And you know that this is an early draft, so you know that there are going to be mistakes and you can just, you know, 
overlook those for now. Whichever project speaks to you the most, whichever project you find, oh yeah, I really, I really love this. I really love the, the, the story or I, leave, I really love the writing or whatever it might be. That's the one that you want to begin with and that's the one that you want to start editing. But I really, I really encourage this writer to definitely pick one of these three. Do not move on to a different project. Don't say to yourself, well, I don't really want to go back to those. I just want to start something new. You got yourself into this predicament because you were doing that, you know? <laughs> so if you keep doing that, you're never going to publish anything. If you don't want to publish anything, خلاص, that's okay. Keep, keep writing first drafts of, until, you know, yeah. until forever. But if your goal is to, in the end, publish something, mm-hmm. you need to finish it. And finishing isn't just the first draft, like we just said, right? So look at them like a reader, pick one, and then that's the one that you commit to. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. it will not be easy. It will not be easy. Um, especially that first draft when we, we know it's messy. And for, they are messy for all of us. I just want to make sure that all of our <laughs> listeners understand that. All of our first drafts are messy. Um, that, so that's completely normal. But don't let that discourage you. You can overcome mm-hmm. that. Just like you wrote this messy first draft, you can perfect it. You can mm-hmm. make it better. Mm-hmm. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't have started this if you didn't have an end goal in mind, right? And mm-hmm. so if that end goal is publication, then you need to commit to one of these projects and take it step by step. Yeah. Um, it can be very overwhelming. Take it step by step and then you'll get there. Inshallah, you'll mm-hmm. get there. Okay, that's so, so good, alhamdulillah. Just take it step by step. And, and also sometimes like um there might be things happening in life that kind of pull you away from certain ideas or books um and then there's other things which kind of happen which kind of draw you back in so just observe the things which are happening with you at that time and kind of what you might need as well um you know you might you might need to express yourself emotionally so if you're writing a book about which is character driven it'll be such a good time to jump into that character driven novel and and just you know go for it and give it your all because you can more you can relate to it more so it depends on kind of like the seasons of life as well which might give you clue to okay which which kind of vibe should I say which vibe might on um, do I want to write a novel a story do I want to do a non-fiction or um you know anything a, a book of poetry um etc so so I think that would be pretty a good kind of um synchronicity guided um process <laughs> yes and i love that i love that that's thank, beautiful thank you and speaking of synchronicity um actually that's going to be the final question inshallah because it's about intuitive writers which is it, it's, it's going to be um all about like you know uh, writing in a sp- specific way that people might write um if they're more intuitive writers we'll, we'll explain what intuitive writers are soon inshallah so um so the next thing is uh, I'm scared of all the things I have to do when I get back to my draft. Um, I dread it. Do you have any advice on overwhelm? <laughs> okay, so the, the, the key to overcoming overwhelm is always looking only at the next step. Mm. Just look at the very next step and don't look at the whole journey that you still have ahead because that will make you feel overwhelmed. Mm. So just look at the very next step. So if you have a first draft and you've taken a, a break from it, your very next step is looking just at the content. So mm, you're going to okay. 
all you're going to do, you're going to read it. And the only thing that you're going to be focusing on is the content. Is it clear? Do I need more information? Is there too much information in certain sections? Mm -hmm. And that's basically it. So that's your first step. Mm -hmm. The second step will be, okay, I'm going to read it again. And this time I'm just going to be looking at the structure. Does it flow? Mm. Does it make sense? Like, am I, am I, if it's nonfiction, for example, are the points that I'm making presented in a manner that makes sense to the reader? Or mm. if it's fiction, are the events that are happening, are the plot points, are they properly positioned so that the reader is um, engaged and that the reader understands and it's, and it's flowing in a um, linear, linear or chronological manner, yeah. d depending on the, you know, the story. But so just look at the very next step that you have to do. Don't think, oh my God, I need to, I need to, you know, look at content and I need to look at structure and I need to look at the writing and I need to do this and I need to, don't do that because that's just going to make you feel like you can't move. Yeah. But if you just say, okay, all I'm going to do is look at the content. I'm going to read it and I'm just going to look at the content. That will, that will help you uh, continue to, to move forward. It's those small steps. It really is. It's those small steps that help you get to the finish line. Yeah, I love that as well i love that um so yeah just just breathe um think about the next step and just uh just just go through the process because it is a process and there's some writers and i don't want to scare anyone but there's some writers who will take a two years or three years just to finish a book and that's not unusual and that's nothing to be like oh there's no point in doing it because some of these works i mean considering it'll be a book that you've written is going to last beyond your life and um, people are going to read it for years to come inshallah it, it's worth a couple of years two three even four years is worth your time yes. so inshallah just be patient and trust the process so i love that i love that um the final question is i am an intuitive writer um i don't really write in a set structure but i have um i have pieces of scenes all in different parts where do i even begin <laughs> Okay. 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 So this is, so this is actually lots of writers. They don't do any kind of planning beforehand. Mm -hmm. They sort of just jump in and they called, <clears throat> excuse me, they're called pantsers, right? So yeah. they don't have any kind of outline to begin with. They don't have any kind of plotting, no like pre-planning goes into it. Right. And that is, um, a, lots of writers are like this. So at the end, when they have their first draft, there is, like this, like this writer is saying, they have sort of pieces of scenes all in different mm -hmm. places. Mm -hmm. And so I suggest that your first step is to index. You mm -hmm. want to sort of make a, yeah. an index of where certain parts of your scene or where different scenes are, mm -hmm. and then look at that index. So... Um, you, you know, each, each sort of, each, um, each section, you don't want to write like, you know, paragraphs describing what happens in the section. It's just a few words, a sentence or two at most that describes what's happening in this particular part and then where that part is. Mm -hmm. Note, red notebook, page number 123 or, you know, doc, word document, and then you give the title, page, whatever, so that mm -hmm. you know where to find it. And then you can look at that sort of list that you have now, that index, that index is basically just your list of your scenes or parts of scenes. Mm -hmm. And then you can sort of put the puzzle piece together and see, okay, where do I want to begin? What should be mm -hmm. my first scene? And then what comes next? And you can always, I mean, 
everybody is always moving around the puzzle pieces, but at <laughs> least this way you want to bring it all into one document. That's very important. Mm -hmm. So the first step is the indexing. And the second step is bringing it all into one document in the best order, using the indexing in your best order that you can sort of uh, manip manipulate. And there will probably still be structural changes that you'll be making along the way, because that's, again, that's part of editing. We're, we're often, you know, cutting out places that we thought should go in chapter 10 that really deserve to be in chapter three. We're doing that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but really the first step for somebody who doesn't know where to begin excuse me, and they have pieces all over the place, you want to index that so that you know what, where is, you know, what is where, what, what scenes are where, mm -hmm. and then you want to bring them into one document. Okay, perfect. And just from hearing you say that, I'm seeing like there's such a value to have a coach, a writing coach to help you with the process, especially um, as like, you know, with, with you might call it intuitive writers, pantsers, um, someone who is very inspiration-led gets downloads at different times and then they're writing scenes which ever come to them which is amazing because it's your own process and you own that but yeah. then when it gets to the actual presenting it for you know the reader's eyes but still keeping authentic to yourself it's just so good to have someone who can guide you through that process um, and if and, and to our listeners if you are someone who wants help with that process of either editing your book or you know be coached through the whole process of finishing your book um, reach out to us give us a direct message and we'll guide you towards the right direction inshallah um, and we'll help you out so uh, definitely um, we look forward to hearing from you and thank you so much again <laughs> for being here this week um, and just yeah. giving us your amazing insight as always mashallah and and for our listeners um, and our and our viewers as well so um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Alhamdulillah, that was the end of our questions. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Words? Thank you. Thank you, Aisha. No, just, you know, I just want to let everybody know that editing and, you know, all the different stages of editing, it, it can take a while. So be easy on yourself, you know, just sort of know that going in, know that it's not something that's going to be done in a day or a week or not even a month. It's mm -hmm. something that takes a lot of time and effort. But when you give it your all, it will give you its all. When you give it your all, you're going to be happy with the final product. And that's really what you're heading towards, right? I mean, that's that's the final goal, is that you have a book that you're happy to put out into the world, inshallah.